Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Welcome back, everybody, to the Dusty Bender Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Chance Watson. With you, as always, your other host, Taylor Wells. Episode 133 coming at you folks today on a cold, but could be colder, to Wednesday afternoon. Boy, oh boy. Sure is. Sick, sick brain. Sick brain yeah. is going to haunt me through the whole episode. Uh, so... Long-time listeners of the show will know that you missed. There was no episode last week. We we missed it. Uh, and that was my fault because I was sick. Yeah, about time one's your fault. Yeah, goddamn. I finally called. I used a sick day. I had to put in PTO, um, but it was approved. And uh, and I'm, I'm glad that glad that I have a good uh, relationship with our boss. Yeah, that's, that's never fun. I got super lucky. I had like a one-day you know, shit my brains out, felt like crap, and then I was good the next day, so. Uh, That's good. Apparently is not everyone else, so. No, but it's definitely been going around right now, whether it's the flu or COVID or whatever the hell it is, it seems like everybody's getting sick, so. Um, I usually syphilis. can dodge. Syph- syphilis. It's going around like wildfire. Mm-hmm. Um, I, usually I can dodge the bullet on these sort of things, not not syphilis. I don't, I've never had that before. Yeah, you um, can't dodge that one. You can't can't dodge that one. Uh, well, you can, but you gotta be, you know, you gotta yeah, use your brain. Me. Yeah, that that or you know, sometimes use protection. Um, uh, this show really should be sponsored by some sort of condom, you know. Yeah, goat skin though. Goat skin condoms. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I I had a buddy growing up who was allergic to latex, so he. Uh, yeah, he, that's all he could do. Luckily for him, he was uglier than sin. Huh. Huh. I, I yeah. shout out to my dad on this one. He always used to make a joke about steel toed condoms. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> I wouldn't put it past, uh, you know, what are, what are, I don't even know anymore. I don't even know the. there's got to be some new brands that I just don't know of. Absolutely. Well, yeah. I mean, now, well, I mean, nowadays, because I come from my high school's mascot was the Trojans. So that's ah. always, that's always the go to. Right. Yeah, sure. Because I hit my table and my camera goes down you don't need to look above me oh you can you can look above me you can see my new my jerseys on the wall yeah there you go yeah you're also in a nice little new nook too aren't you yeah i turned the desk around i got a new mic so i don't sound like a fucking like i'm yelling down a tunnel it does it did sound like vaguely you were running down a tunnel yeah and i didn't i mean people that know me know i don't run so like i wouldn't be in a tunnel right so all right. Well, I'm glad we got that sorted out. Mm-hmm. Uh, folks, before we get into some hockey, uh, let's talk about our sponsors real quick here, folks. Uh, obviously, we got to mention uh, the Hockey Podcast Network. We are part of the Hockey Podcast Network. Jump on over to thehockeypodcastnetwork.com and check out all the varieties of shows and content that they have. Uh, we have a show just about for every team, it seems like, almost. And if we don't, there's plenty of content on there that will talk about uh, anything else hockey-related. Uh, shout out to... God, Terry Ryan, man, what a fucking beauty, right? 
such a beauty. Yeah, uh, Tales with TR is is a show on the Hockey Podcast Network. Probably, probably, honestly, the most popular in the network. Um, but Tales with TR, uh, him going on, God, he st- lacing them up for the Newfoundland Growlers. So first off, what a name, bad right? name. Mm-hmm. I fucking lo- that's such a great name, and their jerseys are fucking sick. I absolutely love that guy's playing for his hometown crowd. It, it was it was definitely a gimmicky thing, and they lost the game by a lot, but. Um, Shout out to Terry Ryan uh, lacing up. He's like, what, 47, 48 years old now? Yeah, so in his 40s. I, for some reason, 42 came to mind, but no, which seems old. But he's got to be older than that, I think, because it's I, something like that anyway. Yeah. Uh, 47. I was right on the money. Thank you. Nice. Thank you, producer Aaron. Um, so, yeah, shout out to Terry Ryan and uh, all the folks in the Hockey Podcast Network. Uh, next up, folks. The Hub Tavern out in Spokane, Washington. The Hub Tavern, part of the Anchor Alliance. That means they're officially affiliated with the Seattle Kraken. Folks, the Hub Tavern is the hockey bar in Spokane on Monroe. Go on in there. Say hi to Dave and Mona. Have a beer. It is a cash-only bar. Go in. Enjoy the place. Tell them that the Dusty Bender podcast sent you, and uh, Dave and Mona will take care of you. Also need to shout out Monterey Cafe in Spokane, Washington. Gotta love Monterey Cafe and all the karaoke fun that you can have there. Also, grab a nice slice of pizza. You gotta love their it's 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 affordably priced nowadays when everything is so fucking expensive out there. You can go in, get a beer, get some pizza at for an affordable okay rate like something that's not going to break the bank um quick rundown of their weekly specials you got tuesday uh twisted tea tuesdays twisted teas for four dollars white claw wednesdays for four dollars deep eddy thursdays and a free paint night fridays that's flavor friday ask the bartender for a six dollar drink Shotski saturdays four people four shots for ten dollars that's five to eight p.m and sunday is industry night with open mic at from 5 30 to 8 so jump on, Ooh. go on down to Monterey Cafe in downtown Spokane. Tell Jeff hi. Say that the Dusty Bender podcast sent you. And uh, actually, ev- everybody there, including the bartenders, they know they know us now. So um, yeah, go on in there. You, say say you learned about him from us. You got a go to karaoke song? <sighs> you know, it's got to be any man of mine, right? Yeah, I mean that's pretty. good. Uh, you can kick your boots. That's why you like that one, huh? That's true. Yeah. 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 I've been I've been known to uh, boot scoot boogie. Oh, you little scooter. That's I've I've been known to once or twice. Yes, mm. I think I think you might have had front row seats to that more than once. Yeah, I've seen you dance. It's not anything to call home about, but <laughs> it happens. Yeah, it does. It does happen. That is yeah. that is an occurrence. It's it's like, uh, you know, hurricanes and tornadoes. It does happen. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> yeah you, yeah don't don't be in the midwest area when chance is out dancing on the floor <laughs> yeah don't make me laugh yeah we, well speaking of speaking of bars too we'll do a quick little shout out we i don't think we talked about it on the last one but aaron nope. and i our producer aaron and and i went to a crack and watch party that's right yeah down here in to gets near tacoma it's technically lakewood but uh so lo- local folks would know where that's at but yeah, not too bad. I mean, you talk about the shot ski. We did a shot stick. Woohoo! Yeah, so we were uh, we were feeling all of our hockey vibes. So good, good shot time. Stick. I, I have one of those somewhere around. Yeah. yeah, I got I got our old one in the garage. It's, it's still got the glue from the little tiny solo cups that we glued onto it. But that's right. I remember. I don't know where those are now. It's probably in the garbage. 
We'll probably find another set. Yeah. Yeah, no problem. Uh, what was the place? Uh, it's called the Penalty Box. Oh, okay. Yeah, not too bad. It's uh, converting from a pool hall. So it's definitely some pool going on and stuff like that. But they have... Uh, last time I was in, I was giving them some shit for not having any jerseys on the wall. So there was definitely some jerseys on the wall. So uh, that's I, good. Yeah, I took full responsibility for all their... You think, that, you, th- you think he panicked? Like you guys left, oh, yeah. he's like, you need to get some fucking jerseys, and like went down to the went down to the focal uh, local dollar store, thrift store, and just found any random hockey jerseys that were there. It's definitely played again. Like he just went to play it again and was like, right, oh, that also looks like a hockey jersey. Let's grab yeah. that one. They're like old. They're like starter jerseys from like the nineties. They're a hundred percent. They're like they ranged from like the super heavy ones, and then and then. Yeah, uh, Aaron said that a uh, woman tried to give us a pound of of uh, of the green. So that is not a lie. Hey, that's um, legal in in your state. It sure is, but mm-hmm. not in a gas station pump. No, no, I don't yeah, think so. Surprising, surprisingly, that yeah. is the going rate around here, though. Apparently, for uh, helping people jump their car in gas station parking lots. So. A pound of marijuana, huh? I, it wasn't quite a pound. Uh, I didn't have my portable scale with me but mm. yeah it was definitely uh you know 15.9 ounces or something like that that's fair okay yeah but just eyeballing it though oh yeah 100 percent. okay 100 percent. and and the guy i was like i declined you know i had enough at my house but uh just the guy behind the behind them that didn't help at all was like we'll take it you know so sure we had it we had a great time it was a lot of fun uh Aaron had to end to up driving it. driving back to his house but uh that's glad just the way she goes. we'll uh we'll be doing our best to try to make it out to more of those uh crack and watch parties hell yeah it was a good time yeah awesome very cool um last shout out we got a uh, of course as always we got a shout out to uh fire chief john miller fire chief john miller longtime listener longtime supporter of the show uh always got to give him uh the kudos where kudos are due and uh always give his preds a nice little bump because you know what they're not terrible yeah i mean you know everybody's got to have a little bit of fun in life that's right that's yeah. right and they're just good enough to not be bad so they're watchable tv yeah yeah they and they got they got this goalie i don't know if you heard of this guy uh yossi soros yeah apparently he is you know they're listening to offers on him so um, which is just batty to me bonkers, like bonkers. what 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 could what possibly what possibly could they oh that's 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 your I, that's your first rounder for sure. That's round next, the, next round. You don't even pick up the phone. Like you, you hang up immediately if that's not your first statement. Yeah. The the uh, the other GM starts with sack and he hangs up. Right. Yeah. No. It's it's yeah. like hello. Before you hang up, first round pick. I'm listening. Yes. Okay. okay. Yeah. He's he's already like finger to the fucking hang up button. Right. Like all right, you're wasting my time. Go go ahead. What else do you got? Is it? <laughs> I because I I actually heard three first round picks is what is what I heard actually. I mean, I that wouldn't surprise me. I I was gonna say you're essentially your two top prospects in a first rounder depending on what your system looks like. 
So the yeah, only way that they twos, would, three, the only way they could possibly even consider is that they must have a lot of hope in uh, what's their what's their up and comer Askarov or something. Askarov, yep, yeah. Askarov, and and Askarov is is good, and he kind of fits what would potentially be their timeline a little more. But sure. man, that's I mean, it's it's the Gibby situation, right? Yeah. You know, do do you want him to go through what inevitably be, is going to be a rebuild in Nashville, right? I mean, this is. They have a good coach, and I think that's, you know, uh, he's and a good got the, GM. they got the Philly. A good GM, you know. So they, they do have a good little a good little setup, but they're definitely, yeah, I, I'm sure, who is it? It's Trotz in the GM spot, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm sure Trotz isn't super, like, kind of happy with Burnett, but at the same time, he's like, Jesus, Andrew. Use, they <laughs> use their own first name basis for sure. Oh, I, well, I would hope so. <laughs> yeah. I would hope so. What's at this my coach's point. name? Yeah. No, I, yeah, I, I, it'll be interesting to, it's just an interesting to one to watch, right? Just depending yeah. on what his contract looks like and stuff like that. But I mean, if he actually is on the board, you know, even if it's for a King's ransom, he is far and away after Hellebuck signed, right? He's far and away the, the best goalie that could potentially be on that market so. easily like it's it's one of those situations where you hear it you hear the rumor and you're like i can't believe that that's even the thing um the only reason that you're listening to it is because like you said the timeline of of the preds at the moment uh um, but it gets and that kind of just translates into something we talked a little about in our last episode is the the goalie situation right now is just so rough that there are te- there's there are the situation is making teams that have good goaltenders that wouldn't necessarily you know even consider it consider it now whether it be whether it be teams listening in on offers for good goalies or shit you know like did did you think the montreal canadians would be fielding offers for fucking jake allen right now i mean they're also apparently fielding offers for fucking sean monahan and and rumor is they want a first rounder for him so good i I don't know what they're there's they got something in the snow up there it's yellow i think the fucking was it the was it the geno trade Tampa, Tampa one. Oh yeah. With a thousand picks. Yeah. With a thousand picks. I think that, that kind of like, yeah, it basically gave all their picks for, for Janot. I, I think that that kind of fucked up the market a little bit. I think it's beautiful to see like Tampa fans on Twitter who think Janot is like the next coming of, of George LaRock. Like mm-hmm. he's just going to beat everybody up. Cause he was talking a little bit of smack to Yanni. Like what the fuck dude? Like what are you doing? You're crazy. You're crazy. I mean, th- I, you know what? I don't get me wrong. I think he's he's pretty tough and I, I, he can throw him a little bit. But there's just way heavier weights in the fucking league to sure. think that Tanner Janot is like, oh, no one's going to fuck with that. Like, get the fuck out of here, dude. <laughs> uh, it's the Ryan, bases, it's, Ryan, it's right? like the Ryan Reeves factor, but wait, like way more mediocre. <laughs> right. I mean, Ryan Reeves is very mediocre, but. I need, I need, I need a Ryan Reeves, but that can also play hockey. Okay, well, we've got this guy. His name's Tanner Janot. Oh, okay, cool. I mean, uh, even at, I think someone said Reeves is like thirty six. But even at thirty six, right? And this is, you know, Tanner Janot would never fight Ryan Reeves, even in his current no. state. No, right? But like, you know, I think Tampa fans sometimes, and and just fans of hockey in general, need their big tough guy to get his ass whooped by some of these heavyweights to, exactly. to kind of bring them back down a little bit, but exactly. Yeah. It'll never happen. No, definitely not. All right. Uh, let's get into our main programming after we've uh, deviated 
quite to the frustration of our producer. Um, sure. Now that now we can try to get back on track. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> All right, so uh, folks, the big news today we'll ju- we'll just hit uh, we'll 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 hit on the the big elephant in the room, and and as of recording right now, uh, Wednesday night, um, not too many details have surfaced on this, but it is something that has been on our radars for quite a while now. We know that there's been an uh, an investigation into the 2018 Canadian World Juniors team. Uh, some sexual abuse allegations and whatnot. We know there's been an investigation. Uh, and today, uh, London, Ontario police have come out and uh, requested, or not requested, they are uh, calling for the arrest of five individuals from that team. And as a result, okay. five of those individuals have requested leaves of absence from their respective teams. Uh, but Taylor, it's okay because Gary Bettman came out and immediately said that it's it's there's no reason to worry because Salt Lake City is going to get a hockey team. Yeah, no, that's really good business acumen is to just try to turn everyone's fucking right. head. Right. Yeah, that's well, ideal. And the, and the timing of this could not have been worse for Carter Hart because the, the uh, Wells Fargo Center has a pretzel night coming up and Carter Hart had already taped his stick brown and white for it. Damn shame. Uh, yeah, yeah, he's 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 gonna miss out on that. So, um, no, it's you know when when okay, in all seriousness, like when these things come out, we, like we don't like these things. Like we're we're hockey fans. We want the sport to be a positive thing, and and honestly, it upsets people like us greatly because it it gives the sport a black eye. Like it, it gives it's another it's more ammunition that uh, the more woke crowd of the NHL, you know, the journalists and that kind of thing. Uh, they'll this is more ammunition for them to come out and say like, oh, you know, these players are just a bunch of Neanderthal you know, draggers like they're all scumbags and they're not and they're not. But unfortunately, there's there's exceptions to the rule on these guys um, so far. They haven't been charged yet, but it does sound like they're about to be charged. So um, I'm going to I will I will uh, say play it safe and probably uh, preemptively call them scumbags. Um because we're kind of heading in that direction. I, I understand it isn't until proven guilty and blah, 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 but um, probably. Yeah. Not. I mean, at this point, right. We've known about it for so long. They've been doing their due diligence for an investigation into it at this point, you know, just, I mean, it, it was kind of funny. There was a flyers post that basically said, you know, it sucks that I think it was, I think it was Travis Sanheim or somebody, somebody else was also scratched from the flyers right. and they were like, right. fuck, you know, there's no way like, you know, um, uh, yeah, I mean, at this point, I think we can we can, you know, 80 percent say like this is probably the group and we won't go into all the names until we for sure know. But yeah, I, it's just fuck. I, but but you're, to your point, basically, a bad, basically the guys that have been, you know, uh, well, and it's it they've said it without saying it right. Like the two New Jersey players, the New Jersey Devils came out and said they're taking an indefinite leave of absence like sure. Okay, this isn't coincidental. You know, Carter Hart is taking an indefinite leave of absence. Um, right. So, and it's it's so you're right. Like it's it's not official. We don't know until you know they've officially been processed and booked and all that kind of stuff. But you know, the writing's kind of on the wall. There's even that one that one that was playing in like a Swedish league or something. I don't know. But uh, yeah, yeah. I it's just to me like you know every dozen has a bad egg, right? Yeah. So I mean, you know, this is this is stuff that every sport runs into. So the fact that you know. Mr. Wyshynski can jump onto Twitter and basically say, here's hockey again, right? Oh, yeah, he can virtue signal all he fucking wants. You see, and like I said, 
I fucking hate this kind of shit because then it's Greg Wyshynski who comes on and who, you know, will take, take an exception to the rule and make it be the rule. Yeah. I think that's just, that's just a way to add followers, right? That's all he's trying to do, but. Oh yeah. Well, he's yeah, trying to and, saber rattle fear monger. Right. And, and what I, you know, what, what I don't like about the, it really does bring out some of the bad eggs in the media. Right. And I yeah. think, I think, you know, that that to me is is just all around. It's just not a good situation. But if there's actual implications for these guys, we're not we're going to be the first people to tell you that they should see their, you know, reprimand. They, they should be reprimanded. Right. So, I mean, it's it's not a good look for the game. Unfortunately, yeah, it's, it's, it's it's almost not even that, a hockey thing. It's a it's a like if these guys did something illegal like it I'm, I'm not sitting here saying like these guys should never play another game in the nhl it's like no they should fucking go to jail like right right we're past like we're we're, we're past yeah, that we're past yeah. this shit yeah right and it's just and it's such a shame you know being being uh having played some junior hockey in seattle too right like it, it does hit home to us a little bit because of carter yeah. hart but you know and and who knows maybe he it comes out and he was just holding the camera or something right i don't you know i don't we don't know sure. what he looks what, what it looks like but Either way, it's just it's again oh, the, like what you know what what are we dealing with this shit again? And for, the speculation you know? has already run rampant. Like some people have already found the entire WJC team guilty. Like you know sure. it, to, there are, there's going to be the fringe elements of people right now that will you know think that Kale McCarr and everybody else that was on that fucking team you know even if you weren't involved you knew you know it's it's the Kyle Beach situation again. Like you know do how how far does the level of and you know blame go the seven degrees of kevin bacon so to speak um in the sense of like how how far does the blame go until we stop getting angry and uh i don't i mean in this particular case we don't know enough yet to to say where the line is right yeah it's just you know can anything go right for for world juniors canada right i mean they're getting bounced in the first round of the world juniors and now we got we you know they're dealing with this shit again so we're seeing potentially a titan fall right so and rightfully so i personally when i first heard of it i i saw london and i just being a dumbass you know i was like oh fuck you got to you got to ship them overseas like it's, oh shit it's going to be a whole fucking mess but no i was uh, obviously ontario but for some reason i knew that there was a london ontario i don't know why i could i couldn't tell you why um maybe because of the the hawk the the london what are they this they're not knights. the spitfires they're the london knights that's right yeah yep it's just it's another one of those things that you know the 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 law of this is gonna sort it all out right mm -hmm. and and we're we're past having these conversations on twitter because like you said this is barely even i won't say barely because it involves hockey and hockey players but i mean this is you know we're looking at criminal activity, right? right? So, you know, this is, this is full blown lawyer shit that I don't know right. anything about. So, uh, you right. know, that, it'll get dealt with and we'll pull out some more news and stuff like that as things come up. But, uh, yeah, we, 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 uh, even though the dusty bender podcast usually does speculate on this kind of stuff just for the shits and giggles, we are, uh, taking the high road. So, <laughs> Look at us, man. Not not through our choice. Our producer told us that we have to be nice about it. Fucking Aaron. Fuck. God. Be nice, guys. Sweater vest, police state censorship <laughs> <Yeah>. bullshit. <laughs> <laughs>
fuck. All right. All right. Um, but no, and the last thing on that it, to kind of drive that point home, um, I, I, I do think like I think when we commit something like this, it's always for like obviously a point of anger and we get angry because like not only did they commit a terrible act or an atrocity of, of you know, whatever you want to call it, uh, but also it, it's a black eye to the game. And yeah. we we love this game so much. We know some amazing people in this game, like from people that are running youth programs. Like, I mean, let's give her a shout out. Like Laura, Laura, for example, down in Moscow, right. who runs the Moscow rink like that. That is the, one of the nicest people you will ever meet in your life. OK. Right. And like she donates hours and hours and hours of her time running. And there's and there's, you know, a thousand Laura's like that in the, in the game of hockey. Like there's a thousand different people that are donating their time to get people involved in this game. And even as you rise up through the ranks, like, yeah, you're going to find some scumbags every once in a while. That's, that's going to happen wherever you go. Um, but it, it just sucks that like once something like this happens, then you've got people like Greg Wyshynski who come on and be like, yep. Oh, this is hockey. Like, no, fuck you, dude. Like, yeah. Do not, do think... not paint us all at, in, in this. Yeah. And I think that's, that's a, I mean, that's a really good, point right this is going to affect youth programs it's going to affect all that stuff you know i mean realistically right if if we had a daughter right do we want them hanging out with hockey players because of the chance that five of you know say 25 right so 20 20 percent of the team could potentially be involved in something like this um you know it's just it's definitely a black eye on the on the league so um yeah Side note, if we were hypothetically gay and we had a daughter, like, yeah, I, I think she might be on the U.S. Olympic team. Yeah, 100 percent. And yeah. I, I'm trying to think of some good names, you know, I probably some sort of like hockey company, right? Like, uh, you know, Bauer <laughs> Easton or something, right? East Easton. Easton's good. Or no, uh, stick, man. Jofa. No. Oh, Jofa, there you go. She'd, That's she'd a middle be, name, though. She'd be, she would have to be very Sherwood. Fuck. Oh. No, we don't want her bullied. Well, yeah, she would man. have to learn how to fight. Boy, she'd be That's, tough. Uh, she would definitely be tough with a name like Sherwood. That's, God damn it. She would be teased mercilessly and she'd beat the hell out of She would, she probably wouldn't even be allowed in the women's league. She'd play with the men. <laughs> Sherwood Wells. Sherwood Wells. <laughs> Why are we taking my last name? I mean, yeah, it, no, it's got to be we're we're progressive. It's got to be hyphenated. It's got to be Sherwood Watson Wells. Watson Wells. Yeah, I <laughs> yeah uh, yeah. I I mean, let's just hope that never happens. Yeah, let's let's we'll cross that bridge when we get there. Sure, I'm sure more. I'm sure Morgan might have some something to say about all of that's this. our surrogate though. Oh, okay, all right. Well, that could work. Here you go. Look at me. That's a big word. That is That's a big, a big medical term, so it's time to move on, I guess. I think so. Uh, now that we're getting, now we're breaking into multiple syllable words. We got dictionary move on. shit. Yeah, I think so. Got to hit the buzzer. All right, uh, folks, we got other news. Let's move on to some more happier hockey news. Um, Patrick Waugh, have you heard of this guy? Yeah, yeah. You've heard you've heard of him before. Okay. Yeah, so, yeah, from uh, juniors. That's right. That's right. Uh, so mm-hmm. Patrick Waugh has been hired kind of almost out of the blue, sort of, depends on who you ask, um, has been hired by the New York Islanders uh, not to play goalie, but to coach. Yeah. Well, the way Sorokin and uh, 
and his buddy had been playing. I mean, shit, he might yeah. he might hop into the net, dude. Did you did you see the clips of Wah in the first practice? Yeah, just chewing ass, dude. It was awesome. So great. So good. That's that's for one. That's just his personality, right? That's just fucking Wah himself. But that just tells me that locker room was so like for me. And this is and, and we'll kind of touch on it, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. But there's there's something going on. I don't think this team is as good as, you know, Lam- Lamorello fucking thinks. And, and no, probably Islanders fan base thinks. But I mean, there was some something going on because of how fucking lazy and just shut down. The word, the word is solid. This team is solid. Like it's sure. not it's not necessarily weak. Like, you can't look at it and be like, oh, this is like a gaping, massive hole that needs to be fixed. Like, they don't necessarily have horrible, glaring weaknesses. They're just not, they just don't excel at anything. Yeah, I think, I think it's you a could B still minus, probably. It's a yeah, B minus I mean, C plus team. You could definitely look at their forward group and say they need another goal scorer, right? Yeah. I, Anders Lee is, is, I don't think he's getting that old, but I, he's just, he's not. He's not who he was when he was, you know, 20, 30, 40 goals. I think he had a sure. couple, you know, season or two at 40. So, I mean, there's definitely some some issues, but I mean, look what Tortorella is doing over in Philly. And I think I think all you do is look next door and just see what he's doing with a team that has a relatively similar build, right? Yeah. Decent D, you know, goaltenders. Carter Hart was still playing good before all this shit went down. Right. And and Urson Urson, like Bill was talking about, is, is still a pretty good little young goalie. So yeah. And then, you know, the forward group is built very similar to the Islanders, I think. Most mostly defensive forwards to an extent, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean you, you can't look over at Philly and say, Okay, you know, Lambert's doing what he should be doing. No, nah, it's just it it didn't work, right? And yeah. you're regretting trots. You're regretting let you're regretting let the the players tell talk you into saying i love how they let trots go because they didn't want to lose lambert well i think i think there was that i you know that whole story that's that's a we can we can brush up old bones but i think a little bit of that was after the player meetings right they lamorello was kind of hearing from some of the players like you know we're tired of of working every night we're tired of busting our ass and then he brings in essentially the same fucking coach right like right you know, a guy that probably yells a little more than Trotz does, which is interesting. But yeah, I mean, you know what? Wa has completely deserved it. And I'm not saying that it's the same caliber. There's definitely a different, you know, coaching in the NHL versus coaching in juniors. You're dealing with children, but you're also you don't have the same core guys really for more than what, two years. So, yeah, I mean, there's definitely how many years has it been since he'd been behind the bench? Uh, he's in Colorado. Dude, it's got to be it's got to be pushing like I say 10 years and it I want to say I want to say like eight to 10 years. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds super just dramatic, but uh, we're getting old. No, dude, I, so I think be. you honestly might be right. That yeah. sounds about right. And those were like really rough days when like Matt Duchesne was still on the team. Oh, those are the good old Colorado days, man. The Matt Duchesne days. I'm sure they miss him after getting a fucking cup and being a perennial Stanley Cup contender every year. Oh, I'm I'm sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. Look, I mean, looking at real quick, just a a, a quick look at what Wa has to has to work with here. Um, 
you know, it's, I don't know. You're right. They do need a like true goal scorer. Um, but you could say that a lot about, you know, Carolina gets away with not having a true blue goal scorer. Like it, it's, it's technically Sebastian Ajo, but Ajo's not a, you know, perennial goal scorer by any means. I mean, if I, if you were to say, do you want Svechnikov to be your goal scorer? Or do you want Maddie Barzal to be your goal scorer? I'm probably mm. taking Svechnikov, right? So, you know, and then, and then on top of that, Ajo, probably Ajo over Horvat. So, you know, but, but I see where you're going, right? It's a similar, similar build where you're kind of going sure. depth. To and I, and I wasn't right? meaning to compare the like, like yeah, Carolina yeah. is a better hockey team than, than sure. the Islanders. Yeah. But I was just trying to compare a situation where like this team, you know, like the fourth line, Matt Martin, I don't know who Kyle McClain is, but Cal Cutter, but that's, it's a fine, suitable, acceptable fourth line, you know? Sure. It's not, I, I don't, it's not going to beat the world, but it's not bad. Like there are worse fourth lines out there. It's so funny to me. Matt Martin and Cal Clutterbuck are two guys that like just don't get talked about in the league. Mm -hmm. They're two guys like I'm sure they're a great time at the bar, but I am not spilling my beer anywhere fucking close to those guys. They're two tough little customers, man. Yeah. Yeah. No, if if I'm not mistaken, they've been rounding out that fourth line for quite a while now. Oh, they've been there for a while. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I can't even I don't even know if either of them. Oh, Clutterbuck. I think Clutterbuck had a played somewhere before but mm-hmm. yeah but, i it's just, it seems like they like there's there's decent names like when kyle palmieri is on his game he's he's not bad um brock nelson is always you know a reliable point per game-esque player um anders lee like at one time you know good point uh but you know, he's he's getting a little long in the tooth um sure. gg pajot has it went on a world tour and then came back home uh to round out the third line here um yeah it's it's fine it's just not a great team and then even getting onto the defense like it's fine yeah they're missing taves though aren't they yeah they are yeah taves Taves on that back end would have been real nice for this team can't believe well and this you know this as long as they have Ilya sorokin like this team is going to be in games so yeah i think especially with patrick wah yeah i think that's right yeah You'd got to think that the goaltending is going to get a bump from that, right? No, hundred percent. I just, if it gets worse, I'll be very surprised. But I mean, he's, you're telling me Wahoo, they just won. They just won the Mem cup, right? That was his, that was his team that won. Oh, nice. And, and, uh, you're telling me that, that he's not going to look at this team and go, I have to just build a system from the, the net out. There's, yeah, you know, he's not looking at this forward group. I mean, if we are, as you know amateur podcasters right right he's he's as a professional nhl coach is definitely looking at this team going what the fuck like i gotta i gotta do something from the net to you know the d and noah dobson is turning into an absolute number one right so there's just you know they have they have some of those those pieces it was just lane lambert was never going to be the guy i it no. just to me to me and and you and i talked about it even even with our absolute love for trots just a bizarre bizarre move to say Lambert has to be the guy that comes in and does this right and, that was you know, very strange said, yeah so who knows yeah big big news good good for him I, you know what it, like like we were kind of talking about with with Aaron before the podcast how sick is it to be in that division with torts and fucking Brindamore too right like what are what a fucking sweet little gig you guys are getting over there 
Yep. And and as much as we've said, you know, mediocre things about the Islanders, like kudos for kudos are due. Like the this team, for all intents and purposes, for like the last, you know, six or seven years on paper, sh- should have no business even being competitive. You know, right. like they shouldn't even be in the conversation. They shouldn't even be uh we shouldn't even be talking about the Islanders in terms of like a serious run. And I think they've got, you know, at least two or three Eastern Conference final appearances and you know basically just runs that arguably they should have never had in the first place. So sure. Kudos to Lou Lamorello in milking everything that this team's got and making it as best as it can be. Um, I certainly would never want to play for Lou Lamorello, but are you, are you a little surprised that they didn't go with a Craig Berube and they went with a Patrick Wahoo, even though he had success as a player really didn't have a ton of success as a coach in the NHL. The rumor is that Lamorello's got like this fixation with the Montreal Canadiens. Mm. Um, so there's a tie in there with Wah. But um, I don't know. It's got to maybe, maybe it's a Barube thing where Barube is looking for his next shot. Maybe he wants, if he gets back in the league, he thinks that he's one of those teams that can take, he's, he's one of those coaches that can take over a team and win it, win it a cup instead of taking over a, a rebuilding team and, sure. you know, overseeing that. He wants to do it. He wants to do a. He wants to pull a Bruce Cassidy. Right. Right. Where go, he just, go from good team to good team. Right. Maybe, yeah. I, you know, maybe he's I. It, OK, this is just off the top of my head. I'm not willing this into the existence. Uh, Maple Leafs fans can definitely go fuck themselves. Uh, but perhaps he's watching the Toronto Maple Leafs. You know, it's harsh. I got another spot for you. And, and uh, uh, L.A. is another mm. another spot with possible a team that has showed us at the beginning of the year that they're a pretty darn good team and have really fallen off and yeah. the coach McCullen uh, has really become in the hot seat even depending on now granted they're they've been gutted with injuries and now two players getting arrested for sexual uh, abuse but uh the devils um sure you know devils are are pretty gutted but you know uh you can't can't get rid of players you can get rid of coaches and uh you know arguably Arguably, the Devils are underperforming of what we expected. They're, you know, they're in it. They're a bubble team. Um, but I think all of us were kind of, you know, I, I, we, I think we thought the Devils were where the Flyers are are currently. Yeah, I think there's some some big ticket items. There's the goalies like we've talked about. I think we we suspected to see a little bit of Luke Hughes this year. I don't know if we thought we would see him in like that big of a role. But even yeah. Simon Nemec, dude, I mean, you know, they, they really do have some injuries on the back end. And then Timo Meyer is a shell of him. He hates New Jersey, apparently. So really? Yeah. Well, I don't know if that's if he actually hates it. But oh, okay. his, I didn't his, know if there was like Twitter his play. Oh, no, okay. his uh, his his play. I think I think I saw he he was like barely a half point per game guy. So, they, I mean, they well, you know, they've is. got some issues outside of the outside of him, but. I think that's chemistry, like maybe because he was the he was the man in San Jose for so long. And now he's more of a support player and he doesn't like his style just doesn't really work that well there. I think it's I mean, it's it's a lot of hockey players, if especially with those those, you know, kind of top six wingers. Mm-hmm. Right. They can have completely shit off seasons and, and come, Fair. you know, not ready to play or or just snake bitten. Right. So. I think it's a little bit of a combo of that. And, you know, who knows? It could be it could be completely system related. But uh, yeah, possible. I you know, and it could be a variety of factors. But, you know, it's it's 
I, I'm more inclined to believe like Timo just needs the environment where he can flourish. Whereas, you know, what's a good example of somebody that I don't think like Pierre-Luc Dubois, like I've been saying for a while, PLD is overrated. Like he's mm-hmm. just not, he is not what everybody has made him out to be. He's certainly not worth the contract that he's playing for in LA right now. We could bring on our LA friend from the podcast network and he'll, I'm sure he would back me up on this. Sure. Um, PLD is just not like the Kings are doing fine. Well, they've been on a skid recently, haven't they? Yeah, they've. Well, that's that's why McClellan is on the hot seat. Two, is, two is four, and four in their last ten. Yeah, they got a nasty little streak. They just lost the other night. Uh, I don't know. They're playing. I think they're playing Buffalo tonight. So this is this is really a tester. I think. I think if we see an LA loss tonight to Buffalo, uh, there's a very good chance that they bring in. You know, potentially a, a Barube. You know, Barube. Okay. Yeah. Well, and yeah, what uh, what's the old the old cliche saying is like goalies lose, coaches their jobs. Um, yeah. You know, I Cam Talbot was. God, it's it's not McClellan's fault. Like they brought in Talbot thinking that he was going. And how? When did we talk about this? When did we talk about this? We said this the whole time. Like this is Cam Talbot. Cam Talbot's going to Cam Talbot. Like he's right at some point. Yeah. Right. He's he's going to revert back to the mean. Uh, he's just good enough to convince you that he's not bad. Yeah, he just hit our waiver wire in fantasy, so you know he's bad. Yeah, you know that that's, boy, goalie, goalies have been interesting in our fantasy league for sure. Sure have. Big names hit the wire when somebody strings together a few losses. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, I definitely, I agree. I can see that. And um, God, we'll just, we'll have to, we'll have to see how it goes. Yep, yep. All right. Um, so speaking of, we kind of we hit on the Patrick Waugh stuff. Uh, I alluded it to earlier in a in a joke, um, but yeah, as of today, and they say it was completely coincidental. Didn't mean to do anything. That was that was definitely not planned. Uh, but the Utah Jazz ownership released a statement today saying that uh, hey, the NHL should expand because we want a team. To which, like an hour later, the NHL put out a pre-prepared statement saying, like, thank you, you know, we're very interested in expansion, like, we're very, you know, Salt Lake's a great place, we'll be in touch kind of thing. Um, It sounds like, based on insider chatter, uh, it is completely coincidental that this came out on the day, because this was definitely planned, like, Salt Lake City ownership group sent this out and then, you know, the NHL had a canned press release immediately ready to go. That was all in coordination. That was not spontaneous in any way, shape or form. Uh, Everybody's making the joke that this is supposed to be a smokescreen distraction from the the World Junior stuff. Uh, It's there. We are told that it's coincidental that these two things were announced on the same day. Um, but what is not coincidental, it sounds like, is that uh, this is supposed to be a shot across the bow for the Coyotes. Hey, you know, as, as much as I want that team and I think they can thrive in Arizona, I, it, at some point you got to stop dragging the feet, man. So, I, yep. you know, um, we were I, we were told what was a lot, probably the last announcement from the Yotes was that they were looking at some land or something like yeah. that. Yeah, there's there's some land. I believe it's uh, I believe it's like Paradise Valley, which is just northeast. It's essentially Scottsdale. 
Uh-huh. So yeah, last last I heard, there was they they had kind of narrowed it down to an area, but there was also other potential interested parties, right? So they they're going to potentially get into a bidding war, and right. so it's not even know, a for sure thing. It's not it's not even a for sure thing. So I I to be honest with you, I think. I think we're we're probably looking at a timeline, right? And I think I think you know people probably have a little bit of it's gathering momentum, and I think it's probably the right thing to do because at this point we've tried, you know, two two three four spots in in Phoenix area, and it just haven't worked out. So, and, and I hate and this that. team. And it exactly. sucks, but this, you, this team is right on the cusp too, right? So, well, and you've been there. You know that there is a fan base under the right circumstances mm-hmm. you know it doesn't it doesn't help that when you were talking about like you can go off on that like apparently it was not very conducive it didn't help that they were bad for a while but also you know other factors of play yeah i think so where, where they were is they were very they were in glendale which is northwest of phoenix and they had the the Yotes Stadium. They had the they have the Cardinals are still out there, and then they have a very nice little spot. They got a David Buster's. They got a B Dub Wild Wings. I mean, they, they you know movie theater that kind of stuff in this mm-hmm. in this one little spot. It's really a you know Westgate. You you go and you hang out, and then you're going to a football or a hockey game, right? So mm-hmm. you know it really wasn't a good a good spot for that. But what they basically did is they took a giant pole and realized that like 75% or something crazy high of their fan base was too damn far from Glendale. Right. right? And, you know, got pushed out with money stuff too. But I think, you know, they're, they're where they're trying, where they're looking to put the rink, if they can make a deal is a great area, right? Scottsdale is a great area. I think where they were looking in Tempe is a great, a great area. So I think actually it technically was Mesa, but um, yeah, just all all spots where, you know, that fan base on what they consider the East Valley can get to really easily, you know, without having to go through downtown Phoenix to get there. Right. You know, there was there was days on the weekdays that it was, you know, a a two hour drive. Sure. Right. Which is just is going to be difficult. Um, So, yeah, it's definitely one to keep an eye on, I think. I think there's a very good chance the timeline is, you know, by the end of either this season or Probably, yeah. 2024. I think, you know, if if by the end of 2024 they still don't have anything locked up, I think you got to start looking at Seattle or Seattle, Salt Lake. Yeah. You know, I I and, think Houston. Yeah, I don't li- I don't love the Houston idea, and I really no. would hate to give Canada another team. Just you know, after all the World Junior shit, you know, but yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I definitely do think, you know, you, that was a good point on all the coyote stuff. And I, and I think everybody knows by now that every, we, we are, we are rooting for the coyotes in the sense that we want, we want hockey to work there. Um, and that, but whether it be through expansion or relocation, um, I, I do think that the Salt Lake golden plates would be a, it would have a good fan base. Um, yeah. I think hockey would probably go over quite well in Salt Lake, uh, I'm, I've been calling them the golden plates because I don't, you know, whatever it may be, the, the Brigham Youngs, whatever. Mm. Um, just just spitballing here. Yeah, um, the preachers. The, the preachers, I like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to think of other Mormon stuff, but yeah. mm-hmm. the, the, the polygamists, I don't know yes. if that's a thing. <laughs> yes. Uh, um, yes, we lost all of our Mormon audience. Yeah. Um, 
That's okay. Sorry, John. Sorry, John. That's John Smith. Uh, yeah. Um, no, I, I think hockey might would, would probably go over there quite well. Um, the area is is conducive for it, I, I, I think. And uh, yeah, I, I think it would be a good market. And, and it does sound like there is an ownership group that is excited to have a team and wants it, which is also, which is also apparently really hard to find in the NHL. So, yeah, I just, they only serve water and Coca-Cola products. Yeah. I can't say that the going to those games will be fun. I, you know, I will. Oh, I'm definitely going to go to a game, but yeah, I can't, I can't, I definitely, I'm, I'm going to go to a game and most likely get kicked out of a game. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, you're not allowed to sneak in the high alcohol content. So. Oh, God. I they water there's, down the beers over there, don't they? There's not. I, you and I already get angry when we have to pay $15 for a 4% beer. Can you, Do you know how enraged we're going to be if we have to go there and pay for a 2% beer? That's why I'm never going there, dude. That's why I'm never going. Yeah. It's fair. All right. Fair enough. Yeah. All right, Chance. Should we pay some bills? Let's pay some bills. Tell me, Tell me a little bit about DraftKings. DraftKings Sportsbook. We know hockey games move fast, but with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, you can score faster than anything happening on the ice. This week, new customers can bet 5 bucks and get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Honestly, I've seen some where it's like, you know, score a goal in the first period, right? And it's like in-game you can you can get those odds and shit like that. So mm. they do have some ones that work pretty quick for the professional degenerates. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In Salt Lake. Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app with code THPN is in the Hockey Podcast Network. New customers bet just five bucks on the NHL and get 200 instantly in bonus bets only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code THPN. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-H-O-P-E-N-Y or text H-O-P-E-N-Y 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See DKNG as in DraftKings. Nobody's gonna dot com slash hockey for eligibility and deposit restrictions. Terms of responsible gaming resources. NHL and NHL Shield are registered trademarks of the National Hockey League. Copyright NHL 2024. All rights reserved. I don't know. Do I? Do you? You probably do, but I don't know. Like the the alpha. You know, like. Uh, you know, if you, if you got to spell something out, right? Oh, the, like, the NATO phonetic tea, alphabet. Like yeah, mili- yeah. The phonetic alphabet. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Military uses it. Right. But mm-hmm. I don't know that shit, man. Picked that up when I was a kid. Yeah. Like, I don't know what N and G would be. N as in November golf, November golf. Huh? All right. Cool. Now it's yeah. you learning, learning something new today. There you go. All right, moving on to the second part of the show. We got Peter Morazic, all uh, reliable Peter Morazic, uh, m- the the most mediocre goaltender in the league, has earned himself a extension two years by four point two five million dollars. Uh, 
Taylor, this is too much money for Peter Morazic. Yeah, well, they had to do something when they moved Perry's contract out of there. That's fair. And to fill that void. That's fair. Yeah, it's it's interesting. So, I mean, here's here's probably what they're thinking, right? Here's probably what Davidson's thinking. You get him at way higher than he should be, right? I know he has a, you know, three goals against in a at a point nine oh seven. So not horrible this year on a on, on a, a really very, bad team, sure. Really, really bad Chicago team. But he's not worth, you know, the four point two five. There's we've I mean, we've seen Morazic's this this is not like, you know, new on the scene, new kid on the block, Peter Morazic, like, oh, let's see what he can do on a good team. Like me, Morazic has started on good teams, sure. shown he couldn't do it, and is now lucky to be playing in the NHL with the bottom dwelling Chicago Blackhawks. Yeah. And I think I think this is this is one of those contracts, right? Like you you want to see him through this rebuild, right? You want to see he is the goalie of the dead years. Yes. Of the dead years. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, might as well give him two. I think you're being you're being obviously really generous with the money. I think you're still being very generous even with two years. Right. Yeah. You're basically saying, you know, Connor Bedard is very good, but can you build around him in two years to the point where you're not looking for, you know, a one year unrestricted free agent in in a year, right? So or in two years. So Yeah, they're hoping that yeah. by year three that they've got a new goalie and hopefully building out from there. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's I mean, everybody knows what the contract is. I think even Morazic's grandma knows what the fucking contract is all about. Sure. It's just about hitting the floor. And, you know, to, to be honest with you, right, I don't think it affects Bedard too much, right? I think, if anything, it really, like, weirdly affects his next contract, right? Where if the team is still bad, you can potentially get a little bit of a discount on him because they're just terrible, right? He's mm. not putting up 120 points like we know Connor Bedard is probably capable of doing mm. because he's on an absolutely atrocious team. There's no way Mrazek does even what he's done this year for the next two years, right? So, you know, I, I, who knows? Who knows what what the plan is? We obviously don't sit in on the meetings and stuff like that. But I think I think there's a little bit of that to it, right? Where you can potentially get him on this next contract eight years at, you know, nine, ten million, right? Mm-hmm. Instead of him, you know, putting all these really good players around him for the next two years during your rebuild and dishing out you know, league maximum. Right. So, right. Uh, you know, I think I, there's definitely some musical chairs that are going on in that, you know, GM room, but uh, you know, it's just a, uh, everybody knows what it is. Yeah, no, I, uh, I couldn't agree more. Uh, I, I mean, as, as we talk about this, the Kraken are up three, one on Whoa. Chicago. Holy shit. Yeah. Is so, Mrazic in? I don't know. I don't know. Oh, Mrazek not playing. Aaron says, okay. "God damn it!" Well, he's yeah, he's he's that four point two five mil just sitting on the bench, baby. Love that. Well, yeah. I mean, in a year where you don't really give a flying fuck, so sure. That's yeah, fun. with Connor Bedard out for six more weeks, I don't think uh, I don't think it's going to get any worse. No, no, definitely, definitely not. All right, let's talk about. Oh, I've been I've been getting ready for this. I'm 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 still. I'm I'm sick still a little bit, but my rage has not subsided. So yeah, you're still grumpy. I'm still fucking full of piss and vinegar right now. So let's sure. get into it. Uh, the Edmonton Oilers uh, have won what is it, twelve games in a row? 
Yeah, I think it's 14. Yeah, 14. 14. They've won 14 games in a row. And to celebrate that streak, they have now signed uh, Corey Perry. And will proceed to lose 14 in a row. And then proceed to lose 14 in a row. Uh, They've signed Perry to a one-year $775,000 contract. I think that's league minimum. Uh, Kind of a prove-it deal for Perry uh, to see if he can keep his dick in his pants. Uh, But we'll see. You know, uh, recent experience would say that he is fighting uphill battle on that one. Yeah, I think uh, Coney Island said it best. Perry's got to keep his dick in a box. And it's just his dick in a box. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I, there's two separate things here. Uh, as far as Perry goes from an on ice perspective. Yeah. Perry's going to probably help the Edmonton Oilers a little bit. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> He, even in Chicago, right? Like he 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 was playing little. He he can move him up one, yep. two, three, fourth line, right? So, yep. yeah, it's just it adds a little bit of depth to them when they've already won fourteen in a row. And you know, I mean, it, okay, if this was the beginning of the season and they didn't have this fourteen game and they're bringing in a guy who you know we don't know the whole story, but I, I think you know he's a polarizing player no matter what. Mm-hmm. I think you'd be slightly concerned that they were bringing in, you know, potentially, you know, outside problems into the locker room because mm-hmm. they had, you know, uh, Woodcroft was still there and, and the team was clearly in disarray. But with, you know, with the way that the team's playing with the new coach, you know, with just this, this clicking. Yeah, they're they're clicking on all cylinders. So. Yeah, going to bring them some good depth scoring. I think they could even put him realistically as high as the the third line, right? I think I don't know if he's necessarily even a fourth line guy on on you know that that Oilers team because I don't they're not super deep. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he, I mean he could provide a little bit a little bit of goal scoring to that fourth line if they choose to do that. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, I mean not not a bad you know you know what's what's interesting to me is is basically this whole Perry situation. I'm sorry. I, I, there's nothing in my life that I've experienced where I've completely changed and gone 180 degrees in two months. No. Right? Well, let's, so I'm okay. just a little concerned there. It's a, to, to bring up our, our first conversation on this, like this, I, I will make this, the, the argument that based on the, the vibes of all of this and whatnot, and I understand that vibes are, do not hold up in court by any means. Um, but based on the vibes that are going around on this, uh, it, it definitely seems like what Corey Perry did was not necessarily a uh, coof. Uh, it wasn't necessarily like appropriate, mm-hmm. but, but on any other team, he probably would have gotten away with it. But Chicago is so fucking paranoid of their image right now. They didn't want to risk it. Like it wasn't yeah. anything. Whereas any other team, Kenny Holland's like, oh, you just had sex with a player's mom. Like, get on my team. Well, I, I yeah, I to Kenny be Holland, honest with you, Kenny Holland's calling up fucking Philly right now to see what Carter Hart's looking right, looking like. Sure, sure. I to, to I mean, you can't you can't tell me that the closest bar down the street to me right now doesn't have five dudes who are doing what Corey Perry's doing. Right. They're just not doing it at their place of work. Right. Right. So I, yeah, I, I, 
you know, I, I think I think you're you're spot on. I think, you know, and, and rightfully so. Right. And I think even if it was a complete overreaction by Chicago, right, this is it was, you know, just whatever ended up actually happening. Right. We don't know the whole story. Sure. But even if it is, you know, a complete overreaction by Chicago, good on them. Right. They they they're just saying, yeah. fuck this. We yep. cannot have anything. We don't even, we don't even want to tempt it. Yeah. Don't even don't even let it don't even put it anywhere close to us. Get rid of this guy. Don't put that in a locker room with guys like, you know, Connor Bedard and, and, and Lucas Reichel, who are two of your future players on teams that you expect to go to the cup finals in the next five, six, realistically seven years. Right. You know, you compliment Chicago, like, oh, good for Chicago. And then Edmonton, like, immediately signs it like, well, fuck. I mean, it shouldn't surprise too many. But we're we're kind of like, it's kind of funny at this point. Right. Like, Kenny Hall is just like, yeah, I don't care if you have bad morals like Evander Kane. Come on down. Fucking Corey Perry. Let's go. Kenny, Kenny Holland just like he's just so old school. And, you know, didn't they even try to didn't they even give Voinov a fucking tryout or something? probably i mean they brought kane in on a on on a freaking contract right so yeah i i I think all kenny holland did was just like either let go all of the female employees that would be anywhere close to the team or just move them into positions that are outside of the arena Mm -hmm. so yeah i mean we'll, we'll see what happens i honestly from all accounts as much as NHL fans across the league love to hate this guy. Every single teammate that he's ever played with basically says he is as close to a glue guy as you're going to get. He's not trying to have sex with them. That you know of. Probably, yeah. That you know of. I mean, mean, maybe it was a player. We don't even know if it was a female employee. It could have been another dude on his team. Could have been, could have been, like, the only reason Connor Bedard's name was getting thrown around is because it was actually Connor, you know. (laughs) That's confirmed, everyone. That's, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Our our producer right now is just fucking banging his head against his keyboard. I see him doing it. He looks cute, though. <laughs> yeah, I, honestly, you know, I think I think seven seventy five is the league minimum, though, right? So yeah, for for that age, I think I think if you're, I think rookies, the the max is six twenty five, so that would yeah. technically be the minimum. But uh, I think seven seventy five is the minimum. So yeah, okay. I mean, literally we, doesn't hurt them. Can we stop being nice to the Oilers? Yeah, fuck okay. them. Thank you, because I'm sick of their fucking fan base i'm so it's first off 14 game win streak congratulations that's great you have now successfully nullified your 13 game losing streak okay you are now you have now broken even congratulations like (laughs) the the best player in the world remembered that he's the best player in the world put the team on his back and has decided that okay, I'm gonna make this team good, and we're gonna win hockey games. Like that's that is all that has happened. And I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna listen to a single goddamn Edmonton Oilers fanboy argument. That we this we talking about this is a team effort. It's not just Connor. Take Connor off of this team, and it's a it's an outside bubble team. Okay, do not sit here and argue for a second that this isn't the McDavid the Edmonton McDavid's. Okay, sorry. And yes, that is that's rude to Leon Dreisaitl. I understand that, but 
fine. Throw him in there too. I, you know, I, you, I, I hate all the blasphemy that's happening for put some respect on Darnell nurse's name, bro. No, no, I won't do that. <laughs> uh-uh. No, yeah, I, 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 I won't do that. I want to say one more good thing about Edmonton before I get into them. Before you joined, join me in the dark side. Yeah. Uh, Jack Campbell is on a four game win streak in the AHL. So it's actually a Condors. It's actually a, it's, it's not the Condors anymore. It's not Bakersfield. Oil. No, oil Kings are the WHL team. I don't know. It's WHL team. Either way, he's on a four game win streak looking like he figured something out, but for him. Bakersfield Condors. There you go. Yeah, it is. Condors. Good for him. Um, yeah, good for him. Yeah. So I, I, I agree with you a little bit. I think you and I kind of you and I kind of have gone on about this before. We have. I think I think this team in the right situation. They're not a still, they're not a playoff team. They're not going to win the cup. I they're definitely they're, not a cup contender without there are, fu- there are fundamental flaws with this team. This team is designed to do what they have done the last few years, which is do very well in the regular season. Regular season. Yeah, and I I I agree with you there. They're definitely not a cup contender if if Connor McDavid's Connor McDavid's not on this team. But he has to but show I up think... every night. Like if he doesn't show up in the playoffs, do, true. And well, it's we've seen McDavid, and we go like, oh, he could obviously do that, but he hasn't done it yet. Yeah. Well, yeah, he he can he can be X and O'd in the playoffs, right? So, yeah, I, you know, and I, I think I think you can look at guys, right? Like uh, you, you, the, the one that the one that we like to bring up is obviously Hyman and we'll get into him. Right. But I mean, like Kane, Kane's not playing well. He yeah. had a decent start to the season. He's not playing well. You know, Nugent Hopkins was was our guy was essentially our, our Zach Hyman last year. Right. Where, you know, he, he definitely rode the coattails a little bit and he's right. he's middling. Yeah. Right. And then you have a defense that outside of Bouchard and, and I, you know, I'll, I'll say nurse, but I think nurses for that, for that contract, he's way overpaid. But I think if you were, if you were paying him the money that a two, three on the back end makes, I think you'd feel a lot better about that. I think he does bring a little bit of nasty and a little bit of, a little bit of defensive, right? Mm -hmm. They signed him like he's going to put up 50, 60 points a year. And he's just not. He that's not who he is. He's he was never going to be that guy. I don't know what Kenny was thinking, mm. but you know, I, I think to see to see the way that the tendies are playing, I think even even you know Pickard playing decent, right? I think you know Stuart Skinner. We we always kind of knew that there was potential there, and maybe that tandem just doesn't work. Maybe Campbell and and Stuart just hate each other, right? Jack yep. and Stuart hate maybe. each other or something, right? But I mean, yeah, you got to give him a little bit of kudos. But I, you know, it's with anything, right? We see, we saw this with Vegas at the beginning of the season when they started off really hot. Their fan base loved to remind every other fan base that they were on this streak and think that they were never going to lose again, right? Right? And it's just, it's just not the way that hockey works. So I'm so glad that you're starting to realize that is that is that is my least favorite fan base. I don't love Toronto. But I think I think there's still a good half of Toronto fan base that kind of, you know, yes, they, you know, they turn on the emo music early in the season. And they're they're self but... they're self-absorbed, but they don't necessarily like talk shit. Right. Like, it's more of just like they're like they don't. The more annoying thing about Toronto is they just think they're the only hockey team. Like, sure. they don't like until until the Toronto Maple Leafs take the ice against somebody else. They're not convinced that the league is one team 
Right. And Whereas with, yeah, with, oh, with yeah, Edmonton, with Edmonton in there, like the fans of Edmonton, I think they will fight a yes. point. You can show them, right? And I think th- this is something that I think, you know, you and I, you and I are a little more feel than, than data guys, right? Mm-hmm. But I think you, you could show them data on a player on their team that's playing poorly and they're going to just battle you until the absolute end because literally no one on the Oilers can do anything wrong. Right. And I think, I think that's super annoying. I think they just, they're whiny, right? McDavid gets McDavid trips over his own fucking shoelace and they're looking for a 10 game suspension. Right. And that's there. There's a lot of fan bases that I think yeah, have, you see Cartier throw a hit on McDavid and all of Edmonton wanted him fucking executed. Yeah. And it's like, Okay. Like, oh, like are we, can can Connor McDavid not get hit? Right, and and McDavid thinks he can't get hit. Right, it's it, 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 was, the the whole he was so upset about it. He's like, "How dare you? How dare you? Do you know? Like, I you know what he said when he went up there and grabbed grabbed Cartier's fucking the the part this part you know his collar yeah. his jersey. Yeah. You know he said, "Do you know who I am, kid? Do you know like who I am? what a fucking tool." Right. I, you know, but that's and that's the thing that bleeds over into the people who are watching it. Right. right? And I think, yeah, for me, you know, you know, I hate Edmund or, you know, you know, I hate L.A. fans, you know, Sharks fans are fine because the Ducks and the Sharks are shitty at the same time. It's not a big deal. Right. But it's it's literally Edmonton, L.A., Toronto for me. Like it's the, the Edmonton fans are just insufferable. And I I know a couple. Right. Sure. I know a couple. And. I can tell you right now, they're, they're, you know, good buddies of mine and they'll still fucking argue with me on this shit. It's it's like massive level delusion in the sense of like, I don't, first off, if I'm an Edmonton Oilers fan, I like, how can you make an argument that, you know, at least over half of the success, like, and I'm estimating low, like I think it's much higher, but I'm saying at least a little over half of the success that this team have is due in part to two players. If you're not willing to admit that, then you are delusional. Like right. I, I personally think it's like, I personally think it's a very high number. Like it, it's, I, I think that Connor McDavid and Leon Drysdale are are directly responsible for them winning probably seventy percent of the games that they win. Yeah, that's just my personal opinion. Um, but if you think it's not even half, you you're delusional. And if you think sure. that this team is you know, oh, we, you know, McDavid's gone down once and this team's done just fine. Really? Okay. Yeah. Show me all the cups. Yeah. Well, and I think, I think there's a difference between, you know, the Penguins, the Penguins fan group when it was Crosby and Malkin just destroying yep. the world and then they would match up against the Red Wings. And, you know, it was just those two fucking teams for three, years. But those four were good years. teams though, too. Right. Right. Like it, wasn't, and they, and... it wasn't just, it was led by Crosby and Malkin, but. It was, I mean, you know, those those years that they won the cup. You know, Phil Kessel is your third line center back when Phil Kessel was Phil Kessel. Yeah, I, I a perfect example for me is Chris Kunitz, right? Yes, Patty there's, Hornquist. I, yes, there's a, a Patty Hornquist is another great example. Just just riding riding the Malkin coattails, yes, right. But that that fan base knew it, right? There wasn't you you. I couldn't run into a Penguins. I had I know a couple just diehard Penguins fans. And they would tell you that Chris Kunitz was only good because of Crosby, right? right. I mean, you know, like, look, he he definitely he had some years in, in Anaheim and even played some good hockey in Pittsburgh, but he doesn't have 
any of those successful seasons, really, if he's playing with, I'm not even going to try to throw a fucking mediocre name out there. Right. So I I think, I think, you know, I hate to hate to get on people who love their team because I think that's, that's what hockey's all about. Right. Love your team, you know, till a bitter end. But, and I think, I think a lot of this is Twitter. I think if we were to run into an Edmonton fan at a bar over a beer, I think there's a very good chance that they might listen to the other side, right. Instead of just, you know, Twitter's just toxicity sure. levels are ridiculously high. So, sure, yeah, I, it's uh, you know, good good for them on their winning streak. You know, Warren Fogle is an absolute. That's the only guy I like on that team right now is Warren Fogle, and that's just because you know we we made yeah. a pretty uh pretty good nice pickup pick in our up. fantasy league. But yep. yeah, I you know it, it's it's inevitably going to end, and I hope it's against a really shitty team and just brings people back down a little bit. Yeah. I I couldn't agree more because their fans are just insufferable. It's it's really it's really terrible. Like I never thought that I would find it's it's funny because I sit here and I look like I only I like most of the other Canadian teams. Like mm-hmm. I you know I'm Vancouver's not my first choice, but I certainly am happy for when that team did, I but I'm an underdog kind of guy. So like, mm-hmm. you know, they've never won a cup, so I I like that their success is there um you know winnipeg uh, winnipeg fuck if if winnipeg is doing well i'm happy like winnipeg's that you know they're the they're the green bay packers of the fucking nhl you know sure smallest market you know that they're they're constantly you know worried that they're going to lose the franchise even though i haven't seen anything you know arizona's definitely first on the chopping block when it comes to getting moved but um yeah no i like them calgary i've always you know had a soft spot for because technically growing up they were the closest team to me um mm. So Calgary's always always had a spot there. Um, yeah, I it's fuck Montreal, fuck Toronto. Can we check a map? I think Edmonton's south of Calgary, isn't it? That's definitely not true. No. Okay. I don't know. Edmonton. They're really they're pretty damn close. I remember I remember trying to plan some fucking nah, bro, it's like a, trips. Nah, bro. I think it's like a six hour drive from Calgary to Edmonton. That sounds close to it's Alaska. That's Alaska driving, man. That's close. I think I think I could be wrong. I don't know. Um, yeah. I do know that Calgary is closer because right. uh, I've, I've driven there. For it. I've been there. I saw I saw a Flames Blackhawks game. Oh, it was a good time. It was a good time. Right. Fun. Peter Mrazek in net. Peter Mrazek was not in that. No, mm. was it Chicago? Chicago was still good at the time. Ah, uh, OK. Yeah, this All was right. many, many years ago. <laughs> yeah, it's been a little bit now. Yeah, yeah, that's they were definitely. Yeah. All right. Um, I, I think we've piled on the Oilers enough. You think? Yeah, sure. You All right. Get off scot free. That's fair. All right. Um, anything else you want to bring up before we sign this off? We're actually uh, kind of making good time at the moment. I just want to tell Aaron and his fantasy team to go fuck themselves mm-hmm. and please lay off. Uh, you know, I need one fucking win. You can give up one. So just be nice. Well, I I beat him a couple weeks ago, so uh, there All you right. go. That, it makes me feel worse for some yeah. reason. He, well, because he what he didn't have the uh, the fantasy acumen to pick up uh, All Star Blake Coleman. Ah, yeah, Blake Coleman. Yeah, stick stick Blake Coleman with Connor McDavid, and he wouldn't do anything. Guys, just having a guys just having a fucking year uh i don't know what's sometimes man it's all about finding those guys that are streaking at the moment and you're just like well i don't know i don't know why or how he's doing this but he's doing it it's happening point i got 0.9 points today 
Nice. That's pretty solid. That's pretty good. Yeah. Don't because you, you had like you... one player playing today. Yeah. No, I had f- I had a full roster though. No. <laughs> no, I had a, I had like five or six. Uh, my team. Damn my it. team sucks. That's terrible. Okay. Um, folks, uh, we're gonna actually be trying something new this week. Uh, we're coming as you notice. We're probably uh, you'll well, this will probably release Thursday. Uh, we'll be recording an episode on Sunday. And that's going to be so uh, for those of you who tune in for our Kraken stuff going, why the fuck didn't you talk about the Kraken? Uh, Don't worry about it. We'll be talking about the Kraken much more in depth on Sunday. So tune into that episode and tell us if you like it or not. We're interested to hear. Um, We're going to split these episodes kind of up into more general NHL talk and then uh, have a dedicated Kraken episode so we can actually give it the respect it deserves instead of kind of either, you know, burning an entire episode on just the Kraken and, you know, kind of missing the NHL headlines or uh, the exact opposite where we don't get to talk about the Kraken. Because uh, if you guys have listened to our episodes during the playoffs, you know that we can talk about the Kraken. So sure do. Yeah, absolutely. So we appreciate you guys listening. Thank you uh, for, for tuning in. Thank you for downloading. Thank you for subscribing. And if you haven't already, please subscribe to us on whatever you listen to your podcasts on. Uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, Player FM, all all of those. We're on all of them. And of course, if you like seeing our smiling faces, uh, check us out on YouTube. We are on YouTube now. Uh, that seems to be the more popular one now nowadays. I don't understand why you guys want to see us, but no. you know what? Go for it. If 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 we bring some joy to your guys' lives, uh, that's better than what the 2018 World Juniors team can do. So. Zing. Yeah. All right. <laughs> had let's, to had to make it funny somehow. Jesus Christ. Yeah, We're podcasters and comedians. Our our entire job is to make make fun make things that are not funny funny. Yeah, we tried. That's a hard one to make funny. That's you know, that's I I I sat there. I was like, all right, here goes. <laughs> Did so good. I do my best. I I bring my A game every time. That's right. That's all right. All right, everybody. Thanks again. We appreciate it. And we'll see you later this week, actually. Uh, Goodbye.